here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. It's my music. You're listening to Music of the Mat on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Music of the Mat, the podcast devoted exclusively to the music of pro wrestling. It's all part of the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. I am your host, Andrew Rich. That is my name. Please wear it out. My ego is very, very fragile and needs round-the-clock attention. Today's episode is a solo show. There will be no co-host here tonight. Now I want to give a very special shout-out to someone. You may see them every now and again on the VOW forums. That's VoicesOfWrestling.com slash forum. It's the wonderful, the delightful Suplex Berry. You may remember a few months back, I did the Legacy of Jim Johnston episode. That was a solo show. My first official non-Q&A solo show. And the idea of doing more solo episodes never really crossed my mind. I love having other people on the podcast giving their thoughts about music and wrestling and just having a fun time with my fellow man. But Suplex Barry made a comment on the forum post of that Big Jimmy episode saying that they very much enjoyed the solo format, the audio essay format, quote-unquote, as SB described it. And that got me thinking, hell... Why not do more solo episodes in the future? I loved making the Jim Johnson episode. It was well-received by the people. There's nothing in my exclusive VOW contract that states that I have to have a co-host every single time. So let's make it happen, Cap'n. I don't have to do them all the time, of course. But I can sprinkle in these solo shows every now and again, to break up the monotony, keep things fresh as the podcast moves forward. So this is going to be a solo episode, episode 26, and it's a theme history episode. The theme history of one of my favorite guys growing up, the whole fucking show, Rob Van Dam. I was such a big fan of Rob Van Dam growing up. Young, cherubic Andrew thought he was so cool. The five-star frog splash, the rolling thunder, split-legged moonsault, the Van Daminator, the Van Terminator, and of course, the classic RVD thumb taunts, where Rob Van Dam sticks his arms out by his side, gives two thumbs up, like Siskel and Ebert, and then he flexes his arms three times, so his thumbs point towards himself. And as he does it, he goes, Rob, 
Van Damme. And the crowd does it with them. I remember my first live wrestling show was the Go Home Raw to Survivor Series 2003 in Boston at what used to be called the Fleet Center, which is now TD Garden. I was absolutely beside myself, like a kid in a candy store, to go to my first wrestling show, so much so that I must have done the RBD thumb taunts no fewer than 20 times over the course of the show. And when RBD came out for his match against Christian, he stood up, cheered, I did the thumb taunts with him. Oh, it was magical. So Rob Van Dam, he is our subject for today. Well, that's not entirely true. Because I'm sure you're saying to yourself, Andrew, buddy, pal, you got me to click the play button. You've piqued my curiosity. If you want me to stay, you gotta give me something to sink my teeth into. You gotta give me something like the Jim Johnston episode. Give me an angle. Give me a hook to make this episode stand out from any other ordinary theme history episode. What is the hook? I'll tell you right after this commercial break. Hurry into 7-Eleven for cool Slurpee drinks and three WWF Collector Cups featuring The Rock, Lita and the Hardy Boys, and Rob Van Dam. Right, Slurpee. Wrong cup. Why don't you try this one? Sorry, RVD, but I really wanted The Rock Cup. Oh, too bad. Here you go. Try Coca-Cola Classic or the new Bruisenberry in WWF Collector Cups. Collect all three. Or collect just one. Oh, thank heaven. Hey, RVD Slurpee Cup. Check it out. That's me on there. Here's the angle. Rob Van Dam, much like the subject of our previous episode, X-Pac, is a rather enthusiastic fan of the green stuff. And folks, if you think I'm talking about cold, hard cash, you are sorely mistaken. No, I'm talking about dat herb. I'm talking about dem nugs. I'm talking about the reefer. Marijuana. Rob Van Dam is a noted pot smoker. Has been for years and years and years. What are Rob Van Dam's three defining characteristics? Number one, he rocks a mean singlet. Number two, he's got educated feet and he always puts them to good use. And number three, he loves weed. What's the line? No one gets higher than Rob Van Dam. What's the other line? RVD420 says, I just smoked your ass. Him and Rey Mysterio were a tag team on SmackDown in 2004, and one of their double team moves was called the 420 Leg Drop. And they got away with that name because it was a quadruple leg drop, four legs, and Rob and Rey's combined shoe sizes is 20. Because Rob is a size 12 and Rey is a size 8. So Rob Van Dam can't get enough of the green in his life. Now what does that have to do with wrestling music, you're asking? Well, Rob Van Dam has had a healthy amount of themes over the years. Some of them are really great. Some of them really suck. And I was thinking, is there a way to make a connection between RVD's entrance themes and his love of marijuana. 
Now I know some of you out there just snapped back to reality and are thinking, what the fuck did he just say? But in the words of Conan, let me speak on this. I think there is a connection between Rob Van Dam's theme songs and his affinity for smoking the chronic. Because when we listen to music, it affects the chemistry in our brains and our bodies. We feel differently. We act differently. We hear a bouncy, energetic song by Queen or ACDC, and our blood starts pumping. We get excited. We get happy. We feel like we could take the dream. We hear a slow, melancholic song by Morrissey or The Cure, and we feel sad, emotional, vulnerable. Music is a very powerful substance, and the same can be said for marijuana. Marijuana has its fair share of effects on the human body. Andrew, how do you know this? Well, voice in my head, it's simple. I myself have imbibed on the old peace pipe. Not recently, it's been a few years, and I was never a full-time hophead. It was never an everyday practice for me. But occasionally, every once in a while, my body, which is usually a temple, would turn into the parking lot of a 311 concert. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. I can't lie about that. I loved getting high. It made me feel good. It made me laugh hard. It made listening to music so much more intense in my mind's eye. So I know what Mrs. Mary Jane does to a man. So what I'm going to do for this episode, or at least attempt to do, is try to correlate between how each theme song makes me feel and the effects of marijuana. I think I can do it, but I need you guys to be with me. This is a communal experience. Puff, puff, pass. Just three simple words. It can bring us all together, if you let it. So please, sit back, relax, take a drag off that jazz cigarette, put your mouth to the bong, let the THC work its magic. Because we're in this together, boys and girls. It's going to be an interesting ride. A ride I like to call the highs and lows of Rob Van Dam. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest, it is set for one fall. Introducing first, to my right, from Palm Beach, Florida, weighing 229 pounds, Scotty Flamingo. His opponent from Battle Creek, Michigan, 227 pounds, Robbie V. Okay, we're gonna look at Robbie V. Youngster out of Battle Creek, Michigan against the former light heavyweight champion, Scotty Flamingo. Flamingo, a youngster as well. Up-and-coming youngsters in World Championship Wrestling. As you can see, V has no wrestling boots on. He has a tremendous kickboxing background. He's competing in kickboxing in the, in the state of Michigan as well as Indiana and Ohio. Flamingo begins with a side headlock. 
Indeed, Cynthia Mann, shoulder block takedown that time, over the top. Great agility, good spring that time. Backflip, spin kick, and then grazed him side of the head, and V goes right back to the attack, and there's no question, V's trying to stay on the offense to begin things here. We'll kick things off with RVD's first theme, which he had when he was in WCW for a cup of Gatorade. He was known as Robbie V, and his theme song was called Scoop It Up. Sometimes, when you're a newbie to the world of marijuana, and you take your first rip of the bong, your first hit of the joint, your first puff of the pipe, there is no effect. You don't get high, you don't get goofy, you don't even get the munchies. The very notion of scarfing down a whole family-sized bag of Cheetos is out of the question. Now, there could be a number of reasons why the weed didn't work. Maybe the chemical makeup of your brain is not receptive to THC. Maybe the strain of marijuana is not strong enough. Maybe you just didn't do it right. You know, you can't just put the joint in your mouth like a cigar and do a quick puff. You have to inhale that sucker. Get that goof fog deep down in your lungs where it belongs. But no matter the reason, the effect is still the same. Nothing. Nada. Zip. Z plus row. That's what we have here with Scoop It Up. Technically speaking, it's a fine enough song. Some instrumental rock and roll on the guitar. Kind of that 80s hard rock sounding production. Gives off kind of a, a ZZ Top instrumental type of vibe, at least to me. Some fine handiwork. Can't fault them for that. But it does nothing for me. Nothing about this song stands out. It's generic. It could be a theme for anyone. Doesn't even have an artist attached to it. Most likely, this is from a production library, like a lot of WCW themes. But as to which one it was, or to who composed it in the first place, I have no clue. And I suppose the fact that no one could be bothered to find out who made the goddamn thing is testament to its forgettability. And really, you could say the same thing about Robbie V. Lower card guy uneventful run, only had seven matches on WCW TV, and then he disappears in a haze of pot smoke. After leaving WCW, Rob jumps around a bit until eventually he lands in Extreme Championship Wrestling, ECW, under the proper name of Rob Van Dam. Two-time ECW World Tag Team Champion with Sabu, longest reigning ECW World Television Champion at 700 days. Which is the same number of days it's been since my last girlfriend. Folks! Now, RBD, he had a bunch of themes in ECW. His first one being by Van Halen. Now, we've played some Van Halen on the show before, back on the Stone Cold Steve Austin episode, but that was with David Lee Roth. This is from the Sammy Hagar era, off the album 
for unlawful carnal knowledge, this is Pound Cake. According to my research, there are two types of highs that you get when indulging in the reefer, depending on the strain. There's the body high, which I'll get to later, and then there's the mind high. Now the mind high affects your mental faculties, as the name would suggest, and one of these effects is that you experience an intense sensation of euphoria. Happiness, joy, glee, words of similar ilk. Let's say you're high as a kite. You go to YouTube and put on a video of, I don't know, a monkey doing the safety dance. And you'd swear it was the funniest goddamn video since the days of the Numa Numa guy. You turn on the TV. Star Trek Voyager is on. It's the episode with Tuvix. And you'd swear it was the most incredibly compelling episode of Star Trek this side of Darmok. The sun is brighter. The sky is bluer, the grass is greener, and goddammit, Patrick Stewart's beautiful bald head is immaculately shiny. That's euphoria. Which brings me to Pound Cake. Listen to this song. If this song isn't a recipe for euphoria, then I don't know what is. This is Van Halen. You've got that dirty, high-intensity guitar line from Eddie, the pounding drums from Alex, the foundational bass from Michael Anthony, the high-end vocals from the red rocker himself, Sammy Hagar. The band is firing on all cylinders. Is this a sad song? Is this a slow song? Does this song get you down? Fuck no. This song takes you up. It gets you moving. Puts a little pep in your step. This is pure, uncut, 5150 Van Halen. And Van Halen is all about the party atmosphere, having a fun time, feeling good, positive vibes. The name of the album is For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. F-U-C-K. Is it stupid? You're goddamn right it's stupid. But that's Van Halen. That's what these guys are all about. Having fun. Look at the subject matter. It's not hard to figure out what this song is about. When Sammy Hagar talks about how much he loves his baby's pound cake, he ain't talking about the Great British Bake Off, folks. He ain't talking about Master Chef. He's talking about how much he loves making sweet, sweet whoopee with his old lady. It's beautiful. 
It's inspiring, even. No sadness. No dour mood. Just an energetic tempo, a thrusting beat, emphatic vocals, sexual innuendo. It's infectious. When I listen to this song, I can't help but feel joy coursing through my veins. I feel euphoria. Look what it's done to Sammy Hagar. Sammy is 70 years old and still sounds just as great as he did on the first Montrose album from 73. It's because he's having a fun time and he's feeling good. Rob's next theme in ECW is by the John Spencer Blues Explosion. Of the album Now I Got Worry, this is a song called Whale. One of the effects of marijuana is an increased heart rate. Gets the old ticker, pumping up a storm. Now what else gets the blood pumping? Getting chased by hyenas? Meeting your girlfriend's parents for the first time? Watching Kota Ibushi take bumps? All that stuff makes your heart rate go up. And so does fast-paced, intense music. Pound cake can certainly get your blood pumping. Especially to a certain region of the body, if you know what I'm saying. And this song, Whale, is also a hard-edged, fast song. We got ourselves a power trio here. And with power trios, you are able to concentrate the music down to three people, so things can get rather intense, rather powerful. Whale, it's a prime example. Simple guitar riffs, but they're loud and heavy. Aggressive vocals. It's just some in-your-face, punky, bluesy rock and roll. Perfect for the ECW environment. Good song, too. I confess to not being well-versed with the catalog of the John Spencer Blues Explosion. I know they have a song called Bell Bottoms because it was featured in that Christopher Plummer movie, Baby Driver. He waved 98, baby! Sasaki, Hayabusa, Kimaki, I don't care what your name is, Japanese superstar, but you're gonna be a big, fat loser! Zero! Pay-per-view! He waved 98! It's Mr. Monday Night! Daddy and Sabu, that's the superstar! You gotta pay tonight, brother! Come on, Fonzie, I mean, we're here, relax already. We're here because Mr. Monday Night brought us to the top, right? Like I said, I was going to use that booth. Already worth the money they spent on tonight's paper event. It's Rob Van Dam, everybody's favorite. And you too, Sabu. And they all want to see Rob Van Dam and you, my partner, Sabu, defend my world tag team belts. Hey, these belts are recognized worldwide, brother. The contenders tonight come all the way from Japan. We got the two top guys from Japan. I curse you. Bless you. They're gonna be losers! That's what we're gonna call you! From now on, you 
are losers, Japanese losers. We're the superstars, baby. And that makes me, of course, the winner. After tonight, Rob Van Dam's record's gonna be six and oh. Hey, come on, Sabu, relax. We all know who really won that last match. Hey, it was right down the middle, Daddy. It doesn't make you bad losing to Rob Van Dam. It just makes you like everybody else. Don't worry about it. And tonight, Hakushi. Thank you. And what's the other guy? I don't know, but the Japanese losers! That's their name! They're gonna losers! Find out, they're gonna find out what I'm trying to teach you, Sabu, and what everybody else has already learned. Rob Van Dam is the whole fucking show. Now it's time to bring out the big guns. And no, I'm not talking about Zeus and the bodyguard. I'm talking about... Pantera. This is the quintessential RVD and ECW theme. Off the album Vulgar Display of Power, this is Walk. <laughs> mind high. The other type of high is the body high. And the body high, it relaxes you, it eases you, it climbs you down off the ledge and gives you a nice hot cup of soup. Rough day at work, annoying neighbor won't leave you alone, smoke a bowl, put your feet up, let me take care of you. It lulls, caresses, it sets the tone, and that tone is chill the fuck out. Now I understand that when you think of the band Pantera, chill the fuck out doesn't exactly spring to mind right away. It's Pantera. Yes, they have had some softer moments. The first half of Cemetery Gates, parts of this love. But it's Pantera. We're talking cowboys from hell. Mouth for war. I'm broken. Fucking hostile. This is an intense band, people. They are not laid-back guys. They are not tranquilo. But, but, when it comes to walk, they do keep an even keel. They do set a steady pace. No frantic guitars, no zany drum fills, no insane time signature changes every 15 seconds. It's just... Doesn't that just suck you in? Doesn't the rhythm just wrap itself around you and pull you along the current? It's easy to follow. The hook is easy to sing along to. Dun dun na I dun dun na Smoke dun dun na We dun dun I smoke weed all the time. 
I think that's how it goes. Same with the B section. The B section is just da 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 da. Very simple, very smooth. Smooth, but also heavy. We're talking groove metal here, baby. This is some dense shit, okay? You could drown a corpse with this song. This thing wraps its arms around you like a gorilla on mushrooms. So it's right in that sweet spot between being laid back and aggressive. And that is why this song is the perfect fit for Rob Van Dam. More so than Pound Cake, more so than Whale, because this song defines who RVD is. RVD is cool, he's calm, he's collected, he's laid back, he's your typical stoner douchebag. This song hits in the ECW arena, he takes his sweet ass time coming out to the ring. Kind of like Naito in a lot of ways. But he's not gonna take any shit. He'll fight ya. You get on his bad side, pick a hand. So he's rhythmic, but aggressive. As is Walk. It's such a fantastic pairing between a wrestler and his theme. And it's just a great song in general. Now Rob Van Dam would only use the Pantera version of Walk for a short time in 97. For the rest of his time in ECW, until the company closed down, he would use a cover version by the band Kilgore. It's a fine cover, maybe a bit grittier than the original version, but there's nothing really that different about it. So when ECW closes down, Rob signs with the WWF, and almost immediately becomes quite the sensation. Hardcore champion, intercontinental champion, his first WWF theme, it's a Jim Johnston tune. This one wouldn't get an official release until last year with WWE Uncaged 2. This is a song called Damnation. Now sometimes, the marijuana is a little too strong. It packs too big a punch. And so, you feel sleepy, lethargic, tuckered out. 
It's like all the energy in your body has been flushed out of you, and you just want to lie on the couch for the rest of the day. Or, as other people call it, watching Randy Orton wrestle. Listening to Damnation, I get the same feeling, because it's just a boring song, in my opinion. There's nothing exciting about it to me. First of all, it's clearly trying to emulate the laid-back swagger of Walk, but it's a bit too laid-back. There's no kick to it. The guitars feel held down. The drumming is rather tame. No vocals to speak of. It starts off in a rather weak way, too, with the wobbly guitar, the... As opposed to Walk, which punches down the door right off the bat. Even that pedal effect on the guitar, that... Gives it a drowsy quality. Because it sounds like the guitar is yawning. Like even it is getting tired of having to play the song. So there is nothing really to it, in my opinion. And Damnation, it's a song that has always disappointed me in my life, whenever I've heard it. Even when I was an innocent little child, I was never like, Oh boy, I love this song. Because when I started watching wrestling, Rob Van Dam had already been using One of a Kind for about a year and a half. But when I played my first wrestling video games, especially ones that had come out in 2003, like WrestleMania 19 and Here Comes the Pain, one of a kind, it wasn't in them. They had Damnation instead. It was very disappointing to not have one of a kind in those games. But thankfully, thankfully, the next theme on our list is one of a kind. And we'll get to it right after this commercial break. Hurry into 7-Eleven for cool Slurpee drinks and three WWE Collector Cups featuring The Rock, Lead in the Hardy Boys, and Rob Van Dam. Hey, great Slurpee. Wrong cup. Try this one. It's Rob Van Dam! Um, sure thing, Mr. Dam. Mr. Van Dam. Hey. Try Coca-Cola Classic or the new Berry in WWE Collector Cups. Collect all three. Or collect just one. Oh, thank heaven. Hey, Rob, I, I got one for you, too. Okay, one of a kind. What Walk was to Rob Van Dam in ECW, one of a kind is to Rob Van Dam in WWE. He first started using it in early 2002, and ever since then, every time Rob has been in WWE, he's used that song. From IEC Champion, to Tag Champion, to WWE Champion, and ECW Champion, and beyond. This is by a band called Breaking Point, so let's hear... One of a kind. Once again, I'm feeling euphoric, because I love this song. This song makes me happy. 
it takes me back to a time when Rob Van Dam was still cool. He was still fresh. He was still kicking ass and taking names. The gripe that I had towards Damnation is that it feels tame and underwhelming and downright depressing. Not so with One of a Kind. One of a Kind is high energy. Feel the best. Keep the full throttle. The band at Breaking Point take the composition of Damnation and they crank up the volume and they crank up the intensity and they crank up the attitude. We have loud ass guitars. We have high impact percussion. We have nitty gritty lead vocals. The fear I see when I look in your eyes makes you believe I'm one of a kind. We have a gang chorus. Hey! 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 One of a kind! Hey! 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 Even the guitar bits in the intro feels like it's been amped up tenfold. So the song doesn't feel tired. It feels badass. It's in your face. It's baby face fire. It gets the blood pumping. You feel alive when you hear the song. That's what a powerful theme can do. It can get you on your feet. It can brighten your day. And this song brightens my day. Both the album version and the arena version. Because there's two versions. The arena version we just played. The album version is off of WWF Forcible Entry. And it's a more complete song with the standard verse-chorus, verse-chorus, bridge-chorus structure. You get more lyrics. You even get a different intro. version they give it the wow intro they take out the verses keep the chorus and the bridge and pretty much just make the whole fair one big cophony of gang vocals and thrashy guitars which hey i understand it makes for a more exciting theme to come out to the album version does take a few more seconds to kick in but either way this song really makes me happy and i'll take either version of it <sighs> Alright, strap in folks, because it's about to get rough. I've mentioned this song twice on the podcast already, and it's terrible. Simply awful. This was when Rob Van Dam and Booker T started being a team in early 2004 Raw. They won the World Tag Team Championship off of Evolution's Batista and Ric Flair, so they got their own mashup theme, which combined One of a Kind and Booker T's song off of WWE Originals, Can You Dig It? So just... Just play it already. Yeah. 
Give me the tape. Give it to me. Ugh. Burn in hell, you piece of shit. Yeah. Whew. Almost lost my cool there. Now, I've mentioned that one of the negative side effects that smoking doobies can have on you is drowsiness. Well, there's a worse side effect out there, one that is much harder to combat if you're not in the right frame of mind, and that's paranoia. Now, we all get paranoid every now and again. It's part of our daily lives, and we can usually deal with it. We rationalize, we think things through, we calm ourselves down. Unfortunately, when you're high on marijuana, our rational defenses are severely diminished. Our paranoia levels go up, and you can't calm yourself down. So you start to really worry about seeing things and hearing- JESUS CHRIST! Did you hear that? Swore I could have heard something. You try not to think about it. You try to focus on something else. But the thoughts that you're being watched, that something is coming for you, they just keep creeping back in your mind, no matter how hard you- OH MY GOD! Ugh! Oh! Oh Jesus! You heard that, right? Please tell me you heard that. Ugh. That's what this song is like. You try your hardest to focus on Booker T's rapping. You think everything is okay, because it's the Booker Man, y'all. It's a goofy rap song. Nothing's gonna get- ah, fuck! Like the sharp stab of a paranoid thought, that one-of-a-kind sound drop jolts out at you and then scurries away, back into the shadows. Like some dark figure moving in the corner of your eye. You turn to look, but it's gone in a flash. Trust me, I know what it's like. Being in college, high as fuck, you seem fine, then all of a sudden, you see a tall, looming figure, dressed in black. Your heart skips a beat. Is that campus police? But then your eyes focus, and it becomes clear. It's not campus police. It's a light pole. You know it's not you. It's the weed. But that doesn't matter, because the paranoia has got you by the brainstem. The one-of-a-kind sound drop has got you by the brainstem. It's like being on a roller coaster. You know the drop is coming, but you can't get off. 
You just have to wait for it. Just... Wait. Just... Wait. Cena said he was gonna show up here tonight, Paul. Really? Oh, that's awesome. I hope he comes to our premiere and does the right thing and helps us celebrate. Because I am extremely excited about being the champion of the new ECW. The new breed unleashed. That's a very good point because, Rob, you, you did beat John Cena for the WWE title, but it is my honor and my privilege to present you with something I've, I've known for a long time you would one day hold. Rob Van Dam, I hereby present you with the new ECW World Heavyweight Championship. No, nobody has any idea how much this means to Van Dam, Joey. Nobody. What a historic moment. I never thought I'd see this day, man. This is phenomenal. Honestly, I can't think of a greater honor for my career than this right here. I understand. What are you going to do with this one? What are you going to do with that one? Obviously, I accept this and cherish it. I want to keep this one, too. And I'm floated with gold. Look, I can pull it off. This is the ECW World Championship, and I will wear it Proudly. And look at this one. It spins. <laughs> Up next is a theme that you can find on the WWE Reckless Intent album. The band is Shadows Fall, and the song is called Fury of the Storm. tell you all a story about deja vu and no 
I'm not talking about Dragon Kid people, okay? I was in a friend of mine's dorm room with a bunch of other people. I was cheebed to the gills. And she had a huge stash of granola bars. And these weren't your run-of-the-mill Jag granola bars. We're talking Quaker Oats, chewy peanut butter, and chocolate granola bars here. The Hiroshi Tanahashi of granola bars. Beautiful. Delicious. A once-in-a-century granola bar flavor, that's for sure. I've just eaten four of these bastards in a row, one after the other. And all of a sudden, I get this huge rush of deja vu go through me. Because I could have sworn that me and the other people had already done this. Whether in a dream or in real life, but this had happened at some point. But then I realized that wasn't me thinking. That was the W-E-E-D, and that ain't no L-I-E. Theory of the Storm is like a case of deja vu, because it has the same main riff from one of a kind. The intro is that same kind of fluttery guitar riff that's in the intro of the album version of one of a kind. And it has the same aggressive ass-kickery tone as Walk. So we're combining the soul of one song with the basic structure of another song. And we're left with a new composition that makes us think, I've heard this before, but I'm not sure. Maybe somewhere, but I can't put my finger on it. Now another effect that this song shares with Smoking Marijuana is memory loss, because no one remembers it. And you know why no one remembers it? Because it was never used on TV. It was on the album, Reckless Intent. And it was supposed to be for Rob Van Dam, but it never made it to television. The only place you could hear this song outside the album is in the video game, Smackdown vs. Raw 2007. I don't know why it wasn't used on TV, I'm not in charge of those decisions, but nonetheless, the song was never used. You saw, you heard the involvement of TNA President Dixie Carter. She said there will be the return to the ring tonight for the Icon State. JD tried to find out who his opponent is going to be, and all Dixie would say is that Sting's going to find out when everybody else does. Well, I think that time is uh, just a few moments away. Sting, who's your opponent, my friend? We are fixing to find out. The icon waiting to see who it is that the TNA president has handpicked to face him tonight in his return to the ring and his return to TNA. Who's it gonna be? Wrestling! 
our final theme of the episode. And ladies and germs, I wish I could say it ends on a high note. But it doesn't. Rob Van Dam leaves WWE in 2007, and then doesn't sign with another major company until 2010, when he joins TNA. With a song by the band called Cushionator. Cushionator. The song is called The Whole Effin' Show. Someone's dosed the weed. I don't know what they added. Maybe a little PCP. Maybe a little crank. Perhaps some scissor. But whatever it is, our stash has been spoiled. Because things have taken a sharp turn here, people. We are now in Under Siege 2. Dark Territory. This song is so bad. So bad. Easily the worst singles theme that Rob Van Dam has ever had. Maybe one of the worst themes of the past 10 years. It's just awful. The music is a one-way ticket to Migraineville. Because on the one hand, you've got the bass player who is just pounding that motherfucker into the ground. He is all in on the bass line. On the other hand, you've got... Jesus, that's annoying. Completely overpowers the senses and just scratches your brain like nails on a chalkboard. And speaking of annoying, how about them vocals? Folks, I tell ya, I haven't heard this much yelling since they read my grandpa's will. Because he's either shouting, Rob Van Dam! The whole effing show! Over and over and over again, like a goddamn lunkhead, or he's spouting off references to chair shots to the brain, skulls cracking, five-star frog splashes, flip kicks in the air, Van Daminator, Van Terminator, Van Crushinator, Van Assassinator. No subtlety to it, no flow, no rhythm you can get into. It just bashes you over the head with it, with no regard for your well-being. It's like, buddy, you're the lead singer of a marijuana-themed rock band. You're not fronting hate breed, okay? Show some restraint. Good God, what a terrible song. One that we had to hear for three years. Three whole years of Cushionator on national TV. Cushionator, a band that not only sings about weed, the lead singer, who is also the bassist, by the way, owns his own dispensary. The lead singer, whose name is Sean Mr. Insanity Cush. And according to his bio on the band's website, 
He became friends with Rob Van Dam in 2008. There's videos of the band hanging out with RVD. There's your connection. It also says that the guy wrestled RVD in 2010. Now, if he did, it's not on Cage Match. I checked. So, Striga, if you're listening, buddy, get on that. Now, just in case you were curious about the life of Sean, Mr. Insanity Kush, I've decided to read his entire bio for you right here, right now. And I'll translate the parts that need translating. I was born seven lifetimes ago on a planet in the four-star constellation in another galaxy and was sent here this lifetime to planet Earth to align the universe with marijuana and music. I taught myself how to play bass in the womb at age negative four months, waiting to be born in this lifetime. I mastered my own unique bass playing style in Fort Lauderdale, Florida at age 13. I graduated 2001 at Full Sail College in Florida, hey NXT, for recording engineering to learn how to produce and engineer my own music. I moved to Venice Beach, California in 2001 after graduating college. I met Tommy Gunn, he's the guitarist of Cushionator, around 2002 while playing with a drummer that got taken mentally over by the Rallop Ib from Planet Wizark. So the drummer had bipolar disorder, uh, Rallop Ib is bipolar backwards, Wizark is crazy backwards. So there you go. I met Stoner Paul, he's the drummer of Cushionator, around 2003 with another guitarist, and we entered an Oreo contest where we redid the Oreo song, but with our style and won. Quote, true story, unquote. Our band broke up because Paul met an evil goddess from Planet Hater that came and hypnotized Stoner Paul and held him hostage in Iowa against his will. And the guitarist got abducted by bad drug aliens that held him and his talent hostage on Planet Hater on a parallel dimension. I opened Medical Kush Beach Club in Venice Beach, California in 2006. I met Rob Van Dam in 2008. I started Cushionator in 2008 with Gun, reunited with Stoner in 2009. I was given the answers to the universe in 2009 after smoking a big fatty of some purple on Venice Beach listening to the waves and looking up at the four-star constellation. I wrestled and lost to Rob Van Dam in 2010. What the hell was that? Listen, I have nothing against the stoner lifestyle. I'm sure Mr. Cush is a nice enough guy. He's a businessman. But I think it's best that for the sake of our collective sanity, we move on. We move on from Cushionator to the end of the episode. That's it. No more themes to play. Bit of a downer ending there with that last song. But it's actually rather fitting for an episode about marijuana. Because when you get high, eventually you gotta come down. Same with being a wrestler. You start out, you climb the mountain, you reach the apex, 
then you descend back down. It happened to Rob Van Dam. It happens to everyone. But I'll always have a soft spot for RVD. He's given me a lot of joy over the years, a lot of great memories, a lot of feel-good moments and exciting matches. So Rob Van Dam can smoke as much weed as he wants to, if that's what makes him happy. Because chances are, as you've seen on this podcast, it will. And that's going to do it for this episode of Music of the Mat. Thank you so much for listening. Music of the Mat is part of the Voices of Wrestling podcast network, home to so many awesome wrestling podcasts like Burning Spirits, Wrestling Omakase, Brit Rez Roundtable, Five Star Match Game, Shake Them Ropes, and much, much more. VoicesOfWrestling.com. Follow the show on Twitter at Music of the Mat. Or follow me on Twitter at Andrew T. Rich. Also, check out the VOW forums at VoicesOfWrestling.com forum. That's where you'll find the YouTube playlists for each episode. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. And of course, tell all your friends about this weird, wonderful podcast. It's always a blast coming up with whatever awful jokes and obscure pop culture references I can think of for your begrudging enjoyment. I'm your host, Andrew Rich, and I'll see you next time on Music of the Mat. Take care, guys. Music of the Mat is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The songs used throughout this show are property of their respective copyright holders. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.